Welcome to Horrible Friends, a podcast in book club format. This week we have Deathgasm from 2015, the movie from the land down under, down under, New Zealand. It's it's a New Zealand movie. We've done a couple of these now. They're great. Yeah, New Zealand, <laughs> it's basically Australia. <laughs> Except yeah, it's better than Old Zealand, for sure. <laughs> Correct. New Zealand, we don't know the difference between you and Australia. <laughs> New Zealand, you don't show up on a map too often. You're New Zealand. Kiwi. Kangaroos? <laughs> <laughs> Starting off, my name's Kyle. I'm Chris. I'm Mike. Dan. And I'm Jarvis. <laughs> and the general feel of this podcast is we're going to go ahead and talk a little bit about the, uh, the history. We're going to do a lot of bit about the plot. We're going to do probably this one. Honestly, a lot of the special effects towards the end of this. And, pro- and definitely the, uh, the the score for this one. Um, I guess soundtrack would, would be what that is. And then we're going to have a little bit of a spoopy beater to kind of give you a, a idea of how we feel about the movie. Starting out, Mr. Dan, do you happen to have any history about this film that is worth mentioning? Yeah. Uh, so, Deathgasm. It's from the director <laughs> and uh, the reader. No, the writer. Just, just stop. I had this, Deathgasm pretty good. That was good, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Guys, come on. Yes, that was good. That Deathgasm was good, though. You right? did really good, yeah, because you have that to you just swap out the uh, swap out any of the vowels with any other vowel, and that's pretty much how you New Zealand did. You, you got to do it instead of the eh. You got to go e. So it's Deathgasm. Yes, Deathgasm. 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 Probably it's, like it's getting better. Just keep saying if every word you, know you say is deathgasm, then you're fine. I, I, I was about to say, I'm just gonna go. Uh, the director for deathgasm is deathgasm, uh, also known for deathgasm and deathgasm. Uh, it's getting worse. Nope, you're getting you're yeah, you're you're like jumping ponds between like New Zealand and like a deep Philly accent. Oh, god, like, it, I'm going, fucking... I'm going full New York. Also, oh no. We got the fucking <laughs> death gas. No, 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 no. <laughs> He's nope. powering up. <laughs> nope. <laughs> also, uh, I do. If we're going to keep talking about Deeth Gasm. I got to talk about Deeth Nuts, is what I got to tell. Who got it? Shit. How do you guys say home? I, I go, I, I do the uh, the Delco, the home. Mm. I, have the, I have that Delco home. No, it's just, it's just home. Yeah, it's just, just home. home. Just home. Uh, you go home, you drink some water, you make some coffee, and go sit up on and, the roof. Yeah, there you go. Sit on. That all makes sense. Go home, make some coffee, sit up on the roof, some bagels, <laughs> glass some of water, some chocolate, some chocolate. What else? You guys. You guys over there sitting on the stoop. And the why I oughta, and for the love of mother <laughs> fuck Christ, shit ass. Yeah. Can we can we go forward? You guys like Wawa? You guys Wawa fans? <laughs> well, yeah, of course. What do you think? Is Wawa food a uh, gas station food? Mm, it's somewhere in that that quasi land of gas station and deli. It's it's not. It's not as good as a deli, but not as bad as your typical Seven Eleven gas station. You know who talks shit on Wawa? People who have access to Wawa. You yeah. know who misses Wawa? People like me who haven't been around <laughs> Wawa's regularly for like ten years. That's I fair. fucking love Wawa. I just by moving up here, I have lost all access to Wawa's, and all I have is a quick check. That's so like oh, quick uh, check is the worst. It's honestly, it's it's not bad. It's not Wawa, um, but it's not bad, and it's also still twenty minutes away from me, so okay. it's really not that close. All right, but 
but gun to your head. They're like, all right, you got to go get some food. Are you going to Royal Farms or are you going to Wawa? What's mm. a Royal Farms? It's I'm doing Wawa. It's mostly a chicken place. It's, it's gas like, station chicken. Yeah, it's, it's, it's ga- <laughs> they're both gas stations. Correct. It's just like which gas station do you go to? It's a gas station. It's equivalent to a Wawa, but all they generally do is like fried chicken. Yeah, but uh, they do good fried chicken. They do decent fried chicken. Decent. It's better than Chick Fil A. It's always like a yes, what. A head, it's always like a mind fuck to me when you see a Wawa without a gas station. It's like, what yes. are you doing? It's like, what are you doing? You're a gas station. You are the unwanted child of Wawa. You look at it and you're like, you are five years away from being a laundromat. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. You are KB Toys and you just don't know it yet. You're fucking irrational. and We hate you. Go get some gas. <laughs> All right, you guys want to know who directed this thing? I would love to. Yeah, sure. All right, so the director and the writer is Jason Lee Howden, known for Guns Akimbo, and holy shit, his visual effects library is nuts. I mean, there's different things that he's done, but here, let me just list some of these things. Visual effects artist for Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, Two Towers, The Return of the King. Great movies. Um, Let's see, the, the Avengers uh rotos he did rotoscope and digital paint artists uh, like i mean i don't know what a lot of these things are but just to say that you worked on these prometheus abraham lincoln vampire hunter the hobbit unexpected journey great gatsby man of steel the wolverine um has this just, guy had a day off in the last shit. like 15 years <laughs> that's pretty unbelievable yeah i was very impressed well with the quality of the movies and like his filmography, I think his day off is when he made this movie. <laughs> I got like well, a weekend, yeah, yeah, let's do it. You know, it's it's funny that you mentioned that, and I will get I will get to that part uh when I get to the budget. But actually let's just keep moving. So I just wanted to list that off. Uh mainly he's known for Guns Akimbo. That's what he wrote and directed along with this. Twi- that was a pretty good movie. I, I mean, I've never seen it. It's got uh, yeah, Daniel Radcliffe it in it and Harry Potter's in it. He's like the star. Does Harry Potter shoot guns? He shoots him akimbo style. He's got two guns like nailed into his hands. All right, that's pretty sweet. Stuck in his hands. Have gun, will shoot. (laughs) Have gun, will shoot. So other 2015 horror movies that I'm sure most of you guys are wish that we would have watched outside of this would be Hell House, Shut In, and The Visit. I haven't seen any of those. I know I know one of the three. Okay, The Visit. Yeah, oh no, that, that that's a good one. <laughs> so the budget for this, I actually couldn't find anything for it, but what I did find is, and I believe that this is our answer for our budget, is that there was a there was a movie competition. It was called the Make Your Own Movie Competition in 2012. Uh, a year later, in 2013, it got rebranded to be the Make My Own Horror Movie Competition, and uh, Jason Lee Howden actually won that, and the winner of that got two hundred thousand dollars. And uh, I, I think it was something like they got the chance to have a crew with them to work on a movie. So that is what he. My understanding is that is what he put towards this movie. As you were saying that, I was getting mad and then not mad every two seconds because I couldn't decide on. As you said earlier, this guy's insanely positive repertoire of films that he's actually done. 
And then him just walking and be like, I'd like to make a movie. And they're like, well, yeah, of course, we're going to give the money to you. Duh. Well, uh, to be fair, though, he, he was only like visual effects artist. I know. I know. That's what I mean. Is I kept I kept flopping back and forth. It's not like this dude has a million dollars in his pocket or $200,000 just ready to make a film. Right. So or maybe I, he does. Okay, <laughs> fuck if I know. Well, the box office for this, uh, it's split between um, DVD sales and very limited theater um theater showings i think the theater showing was only like fourteen thousand dollars it was probably only <laughs> shown in new zealand um but in total the box office for us was about ninety seven thousand dollars which who cares that's all profit baby <laughs> yep so the film location of this is we're in a couple different places in new zealand all this takes place in new zealand we have auckland north island and west auckland the runtime for this is approximately 86 minutes, so not a very long movie, just under an hour and a half. The taglines for this, we have, I like this first one, evil is coming. Is it I'm C-U-M-F? Yeah, yeah, spell, spell, spell the word. No. <laughs> <laughs> that answers the question. <laughs> So a movie called Deathgasm, they do not lean into it with the tagline coming C-U-M-M, but they lean into it every eight seconds in this movie <laughs> with some type of joke like that. The next one is The Road to Hell is Paved in Metal. Eh, sorry. Yeah. And the last Hell one, yeah, brother! <laughs> <laughs> the last one makes no zero sense. For these meatheads, they're not meatheads. Uh, one epic discovery will destroy the world. That do you, might have just do you think somebody typo. fucked up? I yeah, think somebody fucked up. <laughs> For these meat, that looks like metal, right? Yeah, close enough. It's got most <laughs> of the letters. For these meatleheads, I think I think that's supposed to be meatle. <laughs> no, yeah meat yeah, yeah someone no meat oh <laughs> yeah that was a there was just like a, a north american person listening yeah, to, so <laughs> to a new zealander say metal he's like metal yeah sure <laughs> sure meat yeah i mean it's about metal but okay no metal <laughs> yes we heard you meatheads <laughs> <laughs> um and then uh just a little fun fact so, but before I, well, I'll say the death clock first. So our death clock comes in at 17 minutes and two seconds for this one. And that is when our dear friend wannabe knockoff Walmart version of Dio gets his throat slit. Hey, now, mm. not <laughs> shit on Dio. I said it was a Walmart version of Dio. I would not even put Dio and this man in the same sentence. You know what? You're right. Dio is a Walmart version of this guy. Oh, oh shit. It sounds like you're trying to start a fight. <laughs> All I know is I'm on this side of the computer and you're on that side. Nanny, nanny, nanny. <laughs> um, <laughs> I could be at your house before this is done recording. <laughs> so the, I find it incredibly funny that Walmart rebranded this movie because they didn't like the name Deathgasm, so they called it Heavy Metal Apocalypse. Oh my god. It's it's like they translated it into, I don't know, like 
Mandarin and then translated it back. <laughs> He's yeah. like, yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> oh, we translated that evil New Zealand movie. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and with that, I am I'm done. So Kyle, you like go for it. All right. It it seems like we have a, a mixed bag of feelings about this movie, but I will start us off pretty strong. This movie opens up with opening credits that just rock. It's so they're so stupid, and they're they're like they're notebook drawings of uh, mostly like skulls and penises and um, other metal thing. Are are penises metal? Is the well, question? When penises the penis... are so fucking metal, bro. <laughs> So when All the right. penis is in the shape and form of a guitar, and you're just strumming that <laughs> penis guitar, you can make a penis into any shape ever. How metal? Like how much more metal can you get? I mean, we've all seen Mandy, right? Like we know dicks can be metal. That's true. Dicks are fucking metal. And that's how this opens up. If you've got some rock and metal in the background, you've got penises everywhere. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. This whole fucking this film is is just ridiculous, and I I I have to say that I mean everybody understands that this is like this is like a big like it's both serious and jokey. Uh, like it's it's very good uh, in this sense. Of, it like, has to be jokey. They I start know. the movie by saying I'm balls deep into Jesus. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the credits do set the tone. Yes. for the movie immediately. It's it's like a, a rated R version of the Pick of Destiny is what this film has come. A out little to be. bit, yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot of it, yeah, a lot of it. And you know what? I I, I can't say I hated it, and I'm I'm gonna push through. So I'm um, here for it. In, I'll let you guys fill in the blanks here, but in very quick succession, uh, we learn that our uh, we we meet our our main character Brody, uh, and what it does is like a comic book style introduction to everybody as soon as they're named um their their face shows up and it's like drawn real quick and then it keeps then it moves on to the next scene or whatever it's 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 a pretty cool like i don't know it's very like i said very comic booky um and we meet brody it turns out uh he his uh he ended up having to go live with his his aunt and uncle who are super bible freaks but my dude is uh very into metal and he moves into this like christian household and nobody's having it at all did you catch why he could not live with his mother anymore? Uh, she did, I think, suck off Santa at the mall. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. did mm-hmm. suck off Santa in a crowded mall. It's the uh-huh. most metal thing that you can do. It's pretty metal, dude. <laughs> high, high on methamphetamine. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I think that was on the uh, last Trivium album, if I believe so. I think it was <laughs> someone, someone's mom sucking off Santa. I'm just so glad, finally, a movie about our collective interests, like Evil Heavy Medi. Mm-hmm. Evil, evil Heavy. Evil Heavy. God. Stop. You got this. Evil you got Heavy Meat. <laughs> Why does my brain do the things that it does? Are you, are you mixing your uh, New Zealand accent again? I, I don't know. <laughs> heavy Metal. Evil Heavy Metal. Heavy Metal. Oh, and man. they go through the classics, you know, like we're going to talk five finger death punch. We're going to talk like a Ben sevenfold, like the real dark stuff. A lot of trivium. It was a lot of tri- trivium heavy. Mm-hmm. There was too much trivium. I'm like, trivium? Really? Yeah, right. There's there's other there's other bands out there. that Did they know this? I don't Le- think levity aside, levity aside, trivium is kind of like, I don't know, it's 
they don't they didn't know what they were doing for the first couple of albums they didn't know what the sound they wanted to go for but now they're like this weird adventure rock or, or metal where it's like there's it's always like a story that they tell like with I, every song i haven't listened to anything recently but that's okay because we have deathgasm to kind of promote trivium out the wazoo for <laughs> this whole film can we all just like agree that although look, i'll start i'll start by saying i i love new zealand accents like i really do same but dude their accents just like make this so much funnier from an american's mm-hmm, perspective because mm-hmm. i just don't hear like the things that they're saying are just amazing like it's Absolutely. just turned up yeah it's it it's the, the the comic relief that you got from um oh god what's his name that the guy who played the the rock monster in uh in the marvel movie oh uh taika waititi yeah uh like that kind of like that levity of like the 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 kind of jokey character comes in he's like let's just start a revolution and it's like what's up i'm cork (laughs) yeah i'm cork (laughs) like it's perfect i love the new zealand accent it's very relaxed it's very like it's very just happy to be there and i appreciate it uh i appreciate all these characters even though they're like going through some serious stuff even the angry parts they're kind of like yeah sure that's fine too um but yeah so we we meet uh the crew that we're gonna follow for for the rest of the film and that is Brody, uh, uh, Dion, that's definitely not D-O with an N on the end, uh, Zach with two Ks, and Giles, and then our Giles got J- Jillies. I, I can't. Giles. Giles. Well, even with Zach, you, I mean, he's got to be metal. He has two Ks. two Ks. It's always Zach with two Ks, right? Those are the ones you got to look out for. And Brody. Brody's a pretty metal name. I feel like you can go one of two ways. Brody, you're either like heavy metal or you're a country club, douchebag. like yeah. row team. Yeah. Can we just talk very quickly about some of Milo Cawthorn's other roles? <laughs> Please. Um, he this was is the guy a, who plays Brody. Yes, this is Brody. Um, he was a green Power Ranger uh, during sorry, Power what? Rangers RPM. Oh, you don't believe me? Oh, Look no. up Power Rangers RPM. I don't know what any, a Power Rangers RPM is. <laughs> any Power Ranger that's not the Mighty Morphin is inferior. Oops, sorry. Sorry. What the, <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> that was my phone, sorry. Was that, was that, was that the Power Rangers? Yeah. Was that hentai? What was that? Where? What, what site hentai. did you Google Power Rangers? Like, what <laughs> site did you use as a search engine? Mike, it's okay. It's art. It's fine. <laughs> it's tasteful. Uh, well, well, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, Medina, who's the other character that it didn't seem like she was going to be a, a, an important character at all until about halfway through, and then suddenly she was. Um, she was also a Power Ranger, I believe, in probably in that same realm. So I don't... Huh. Is this just a Power Rangers like multiverse kind of thing? He was also in a movie called Blood Punch. Love it. He played, uh, holy uh, he played a man shit. named Milton. Hmm. She was. Yep. So this this seems like a Power Rangers like uh, uh cinematic the universe. Union? Yeah. That <laughs> is bizarre. I mean, honest to God, that is just bizarre. Yep. Uh yeah, so we, we have our, our, our yeah, rowdy it, it gang. Does, Go ahead. It does track because Power Rangers, Rangers is a power ballads they're known for so it does uh, track how 
dude, you're going to get a cramp. You're stretching pretty hard, man. (laughs) You're stretching so hard from reaching for your phone to turn off whatever the hell that was. I'm so sad. It was sweet dreams. (laughs) It was sweet dreams. It was sweet dreams. (laughs) I'm so sad to see that Amy Jo Johnson, who was the Pink Ranger on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, is now 50. And that was like my first childhood crush. My first direction. She still looks good as hell. (laughs) She is still a beautiful woman. But like, that makes me really sad because... I feel really old. Mm. I was just, just Jarvis. My first erection. I wrote it down. <laughs> I took note. It's in my <laughs> erection journal. Eight my parents, er- dear journal, a penis did a thing today. <laughs> I'm eight years old. I don't know what this is. My tiny arm in my pants grew today. <laughs> Here's a picture. <laughs> I don't, did you I don't draw know it? why. I used my Polaroid. What's no, no, he you know he uses the Game Boy Snap to take a picture. <laughs> yeah, he took it to Burger King to print out the picture, right? Pokemon Snap no, style. Burger Blockbuster. King had printers. No, yeah, the, they, they would print out your Pokemon yeah. Snap pictures. Are you, are you, are you getting Ginkgo's and Burger King mixed up again, Dan? Always with the Burger King and the Ginkgo's. Oh, that's why they keep throwing me out of Burger King. Shit, sorry. <laughs> Hey, it felt so awkward going to Burger King to print out my I need face. these on glass, glossy font. Glossy. <laughs> can, can you fax these for me? Sir, this isn't an actual Burger King. Sir, this, Sir, is, this is a Burger, is a Burger King. King. <laughs> can you photocopy this Whopper? I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> All right. Uh, Wait, we have such a garbage sense of humor. I swear to God. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not very far into the film, but we're also not not far into the film. Um, so can I can I help you ahead. fast forward just real quick? I'll yeah, help you. Um, so did did you guys re- like the scene where he's like daydreaming after he sees? Um, sorry, I don't remember what her name is. Uh, the blonde hair. It's Medina. Uh, Medina. When he sees Medina for the first time, and he like pictures himself as like that '80s typical oh, god, yeah. and she's sitting there like topless, like next to him. Yeah, Which that's... brings us to our nude clock. <laughs> At four minutes and 43 seconds, we see titties. Yep. It's a and quick one this week. Yep, it was very fast. But but then I love I loved it even more because they leaned into it so hard because then she's like, I love metal now. Like way later, right? But yes. like, she's like, I love metal too. And then she she doesn't see a bunch of naked dudes on her. She sees literally the same picture. Just a bunch of naked ladies. I <laughs> yeah. know. It's so good. Um yeah, and that that's actually my next note was uh the uh the boobies on top of the mountain and this rock dream of his that he's got going on. And it's it it is a very like I said, this is pick a destiny rated rated X, rated R, whatever direction. I guess they're not doing it, whatever. I would um, say definitely like rated X, pick a destiny. Yeah. Um it's pretty much a scene out of any 80s metal video yes <laughs> and uh yeah so we'll, we'll push a little bit so um we we learn a couple things about uh about uh, uh giles giles and uh and and dion uh they, they like to play dungeons and dragons they're the big old nerds brody's lumped in with them uh, uh brody has like a cousin who's a dick he's just a, he's a non-character in this film he just does stupid stuff every once in a while and um uh they all get together uh them zach 
them and Zach all get together and they form a band and they're going over names. Does anybody remember any of the names that they went over besides the obvious one, which is Deathgasm that they definitely chose and there's the title. I remember Dion had a really good one. But and it was it was excessively long. But, yes. But I I can't remember what it was. Like they they were good though. Dan, what was the name of your band? Which one? I don't remember. Uh one of them was Avaria, which was I me looking up on Google Google translate how to say breakdown in Spanish and Avaria came up, but I'm sure that's not what it means. It probably means pickle dick or something like that. Is that how you got that? That's actually a really creative way of coming. I actually like the name. That's that's a pretty cool name. That, that was one of them. <laughs> I remember my high school band was called Wish Me Well, which was all one word. And oh, we like thought that well. was clever as hell. Uh, Chris and I had a, a one-off band that is still <laughs> together to this day for one one occurrence, and it was called the Feral Cats, and it was for a uh, a fundraiser for the SPCA, and that's not a joke because Chris's last name is uh, we've already made this joke is it's Feral. Cats. Yeah, oh, it's Cats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we we thought that was pretty good. Yeah, we thought we were fucking hilarious. That Mike, we what were. was your band's name? I didn't have any bands. <laughs> I, was just, I was just in my room listening to Dio. <laughs> it's, it's Mike and the Gobble Ghouls. <laughs> they were a spooky music only band. <laughs> Halloween themed. Spooky, scary meat. Meat products. <laughs> Oh wait, gabagool! Isn't that like eggplant or something? I don't know. It's no, gabagool. Gaba oh no, I'm thinking of baba ganoush. Gabagool is the exaggerated pronunciation of capicola. I'll say it the white person way. Capicola. Capicola. <laughs> what are you talking about? Italians are white. What are you talking about? <laughs> fatty meat. Like a deli meat. It's a cured meat. It's salty. It's fatty. It's a deli and meat. Gabagool comes from Sopranos. The Gabagool. And Tony's always like, you got any Gabagool? You got the Gabagool. That's, that's how people say, oh, Gabagool. The easiest joke to try and cut gabagool. down the Italian man. <laughs> you got the Gabagool. So much. It yes, only took 11 white, episodes this for white us Italian to address man this. that has suffered mm-hmm. so he's much. Like, he's like, let me say it the white way. <laughs> dead (laughs) (laughs) all right let's get back into this film because it doesn't make it doesn't make any more sense than gabagool so it's all right um so yeah we they these these kids they they play in their band together it seems like uh birdie's not uh great at guitar even though he's like no no i'm really good um he's probably he seemed fine he just kind of flaked out the last second but uh, he and Zach go on a uh, extracurricular activity from the band, just the, the two of them, and uh, they end up at this uh, at this house. And the the house is supposed to, it. I don't know if they talked about it before, and maybe I missed it, but it like seems like a spooky house or something they want to go to. And then uh, what you learn is that this is actually uh, Ricky Daggers, who that that's the that's the, Walmart Dio. It's the Walmart Dio, and. Um, they they learn this is like their favorite band they're like i wish that they they when zach and uh brody met each other at the beginning of the film that they fell in love with each other because they liked the same band and that was the um 
that's got uh, Ricky daggers in it. And so they go inside this house, they break, the, they B and E this thing. They go into the uh, creepy basement and they find the uh, Ricky daggers uh, sleeping, I guess. And he's clutching a, a vinyl of some sort that that's their band's vinyl. Um, and they take it out of his sleeping hands and he wakes up and he swings a bat at them. And uh, then we get introduced to, I guess in a, in a, cut of this like to a different direction is a, a secret underground illuminati-esque kind of looking guy i guess he's he's showing up in a in a suit and I, it's very I just want to jump ahead. back a little bit uh leading up to the whole going to break into the house and steal the record from this guy goes back to when zach and brody met in the record store in the town they saw the album for sale and it was like several hundred dollars. They couldn't afford it. Then they do a blood handshake to form their bond, which I thought was strange, but apparently it's metal. Yeah, sure, it's fine, yeah. Fucking Brotherhood of Steel, brother. Yeah, because they call <laughs> themselves the Brotherhood of Steel. Because they're blood brothers now, because they do the blood handshake. The Blooderhood. The yep. Blooderhood of Steel. And that's why they're trying to steal this album from somebody they love and respect. So they're going to break into his house and steal his property. Because as we know, that's that's metal. To that's break pretty into metal. someone's house. And that's why they're where they are. And yeah, and, and they, they do all that. And they... Uh, <laughs> so this guy i guess this guy shows up he, he's got a suit on he's he's yelling about uh, he, he's not really yelling about stuff he just he attacks everybody in the room and the kids uh the kids are actually able to get out right before he shows up and ricky's the only one left and the the suit comes up to the to ricky and he's like where's where's the album uh, and he's like i don't know where it is and uh i guess I guess the suit man smelled them and he also heard them or whatever. And he sees that the, the window is open. This pl- whole place is like derelict. So the fact that the window was open and the breeze was coming in was not like a, a, a sign of anything, but anyway, so uh, the record has, has been taken by the kids. Uh, they get back, <laughs> they get back to the, uh, the garage. They, uh, Ricky dies, by the way, he gets his throat slit. Um, and they get back to the garage uh, where they have their band, and they pull out the record, and it's, it's a Rick Astley record. They Rick got, rolled they them literally got beyond Rick rolled. the grave, man. <laughs> I yeah. hated it so much. I loved it. I, I loved it so much. If I could get any of you with a, uh, you know, on my my deathbed, a Rick roll, oh, you bet, I'm gonna try. So it just uh, seemed like it was trying way too hard. And I granted this was 2015. So like six years out of this movie, like Rick Roll, it's like, oh, I that used to be a thing. But I guess it was at its height of popularity yeah, at this time. I, I don't maybe I, I, I would see it go back even further. It's already outside of the, the, the skirts of like memedom, I guess, if you want to say that. Um, but yeah, so what they find is a. They they find a couple of pieces of crumpled up paper and um, what we learn this this crumpled up piece of paper is actually the black hymn and uh, the boys are looking to play it. Um, we cut back over to the suit from earlier who uh, who killed Ricky Daggers and he explains that they weren't able to actually find the the record or the the paper that they were like they were really looking for the the, the paper with the the black hymn on it and. 
he uh the leader i don't know that we ever got his name but the oh we absolutely oh, got we his did? name okay thank you please yeah it's it's aeon oh it's aeon okay and and the guy who slit old boy's throat is named vaden and i'm like vaden aeon i was like when's the satanic dodgeball tournament on the ocho like what the <laughs> fuck uh, i mean these are just like what are these names i think we're trying to make them sound like metal or nordic or what's the, what's like it's a metal it's very it's like it's like future name like I, as soon as you say aeon i'm thinking of like aeon flux like the the sci-fi movie and then well, you've got a naden or vaden what'd you say it was blazer laser <laughs> taser, taser. Phaser. And all kinds of Azes. Glazer. And then the, the last uh, and vowel Dave. is removed. Dave, right? Dave's name. Dave. <laughs> Dave. Uh, yeah, so we, we have Aeon and Eon, whatever. And, and he tells his two henchmen to just go ahead and, and kill this, this guy. Um, and they do. They just they do a really badass. They pull out a sword, they they slice his head off. It's like a it's a cool slow-mo scene. And Aeon gets flustered and he's like, it's a super expensive carpet. What are you doing, you idiots? And he's like, you got to put a mat down. So then they go and grab a mat and he's like, do it again. And they're like, what? And so they pick the guy up and they attach his head, quote unquote, and they just like mimic doing it again. And the guy's like, feels good, right? Feels real good. And I th- this is very good. This is a very fun. I, I thought the scene was very funny. Yeah, I liked all the while he's, he's receiving get- <laughs> a blowjob. Yes, he is. So he demanded a re-beheading while getting head. Yep. Thrice head. Three three head. I like it. Um so we we cut suddenly to a uh hastily uh, what looks to be a, a found footagey Blair Witchy kind of uh camera set up in the woods and uh we we see the the, the boys are, are are putting together a music video for their first song with Deathgasm, and uh, I got the the song name uh, Intestinal Bungee Jump, and I thought that was a very good song name. <laughs> that was a really good song name. Brutal, <laughs> fucking Hard badass, part. man. Love it. And it it is funny to see them. Um, they're in the woods with their guitars and everything, and they're rocking out. And uh, Brody's like, or no, Zach is like, uh, it, it's not even plugged in. How is there supposed to be any music coming out of? He's like, no, no, it's gonna look cool. Don't worry, don't worry. And this um. At this is inside in, inside inside joke. This feels like a Derek thing to do, so I'm just saying that. Yeah, it, that, I felt the same exact way. It's like I could definitely see him doing something like this in the woods by himself, yep. filming a music video, and one of the guys in the band was like jerking off the sword handle. Yes, at the very end, very good. Yeah. Um, well, you have to jerk off the sword handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's key. Uh, so they, he really all... was going into it too. He wasn't just jerking it. He was like, yes. I think he was like edging it and everything. Like he was, he was, he was <laughs> committed into it. Yeah, he was really, really stroking that shaft. And uh, they're all. This is only noted to say that they're all in like full makeup and everything. They've got full face on, like like I guess Kiss slash like death metal y. I think he calls it something. What does he call it later? Um, like uh, battle battle regalia or something like that i don't know it's, it's some it's something to do with with death metal and i guess and uh, uh they they <laughs> they go out to the store and they they run he literally runs into medina brody does and she's like do you want to go get ice cream and uh they they do 
in it's still in the full face mask and there's this really great awkward scene of the two of them sitting on a park bench in like the middle of like a standard park with him in full like goth death metal gear uh such and- a beautiful still frame <laughs> it to this day it, it it's a meme that still circulates actually and she's she's like the most preppy like clean yes. cut blonde you could like stereotype you could picture and he's got his like death metal makeup on like you said and why is like every day death metal makeup like a ripoff of the crow it needs to be yeah. full white face the black eyes and the black mouth you know what i agree with you why did kiss have to rip off the crow <laughs> <laughs> i don't you get know it. kiss that's been around since the 70s nope, and the crow. nope. you said <laughs> it you said it i'm just leaning into it Kiss ripped off the crow. Mike said it. You heard it here first on Horrible <laughs> Friends from Mike. Hates Kiss. Kiss has some good songs, but Gene Simmons is a piece of garbage. Wait, hates him. Uh, all I have to say is Love Gun. But I, I really did. <laughs> that's that's Paul Stanley singing that one. <laughs> but I really did like the background of this shot because on his side on the left, it's all dead, like dying leaves and like brown and dark and then on her side on the right it's like very bright and grass and everything so i really like the shot that they took there i don't know if he did on purpose or not i assume oh, they, did. Th- i would imagine they did and that's that's a good thing to bring up i, I didn't even notice that so that's awesome uh, no that i didn't this, notice that either this movie tried a little while also trying not to take itself seriously which is just this whole film right it's just them trying to not take themselves seriously while also trying to take themselves seriously i guess i don't know um but he does he does get a chance to say uh do you like middle right here and it's it it's perfect it's a it's a great new zealand accent again and uh she she's like no i i don't it's not really for me uh and then he she says something she's like you know that they're always screaming all the time and he just ends up going to this super nerd rant about the different types of metal and why they don't all just scream all the time except they do <laughs> he ends up like contradicting himself he's like well it's not all of them it's just the next 16 genres of metal dude but how much of a different movie do you think this would have been if instead of saying do you like needle he would have said do you like insane clown posse <laughs> <laughs> he, oh, lo- he yeah. looks like he's he looks like a juggalo too right he's, like, <laughs> he's a couple steps away from a juggalo yes are and- we setting up a tent at the gathering this year that's the only question we should be asking now Oh, the easiest way to answer that question is, are you going to bring drugs? Yes. And Fago, <laughs> yes, you can have a tent. Do you, do you know how magnets work? You do? Uh, well, can't come to the <laughs> yeah, uh, anymore. You might be too qualified for this one, pal. <laughs> I, I will say that um, now I, I believe that we have correlated again um, somehow Insane Clown Posse and uh fuck the band we were just making fun of kiss kiss so kiss and, and insane clown posse are pretty close right is, is that i think they're basically the same thing yeah i okay. would i would say no just because insane clown posse is <laughs> like new metal rap mm-hmm. and kiss is like arena rock i think yeah no like we we got it it was in yep okay I, yep. Thank you. Could, could <laughs> so? Would you consider Keese and Insane Clown Posse to be <laughs> homies? I, is this is this another is this another gamey joke? 
No, no, that's one of their songs. That's yeah. uh, oh, is it homies? Fan party song. Yeah. yeah, I don't, homies. I don't know a sick, I don't know a single song. keys, keys, and the keys. <laughs> it's such a fun accent. I'm not even doing it to mock. It's just a fun accent. Just try to do it next time you next time you have a comment. It's it's so much fun. Yeah, God, they probably do our accents over there, and they're like, "Look how fucking stupid I sound." Home, <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> I, I'd make fun of us too. I would um, too. Uh, I mean, I would too. I think that's how you say it if you're New Zealand. Yes, I I would as well. I would. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, let, let's just let's keep re- pushing forward a little bit here. Um, so he gives a suggestion. Uh, sorry. Uh, he yeah, he does give suggestions on who she should listen to. I guess they go home. Um, and uh, Brody ends up wanting to to play the black hymn. So they they pull out the black hymn. Uh, they don't really know what it is exactly, and then they start playing it, and stuff gets real wild. Uh, the sky turns dark a little bit. Uh, un- uncle is like, I think he's is he. Sp- spewing blood yet no i think he's just like he's foaming at the mouth the neighbors are starting to foam at the mouth and they're playing this very like rhythmic metally sound and then uh brody fucks up i guess or gets uncomfortable by what he's seeing around him and he just uh falters and then that's it can you imagine being able to spawn satan by playing power chords like, jesus <laughs> christ the world would be over 50 times a day yeah exactly yeah. and it's not satan it, we, we learn it's a different man a different demon a little bit later so yeah the, the, the portal's about to get open and then yeah they stop and everything gets back to normal and then uh we see a shot of medina walking home and she, with her walkman what where what year is this again um but she's she's walking home with her walkman and she changes out her cd to one of the death metal bands that uh that birdie had suggested and this is where we get the scene from earlier that we were mentioning where it's just it's her on top of the mountain this time. And she's got two beautiful women at her at her heels, just like bathing in her glory as she listens and like plays awesome riffs on a guitar. So it, it's a very cool scene. It's very funny. Yeah, it was funny for me, too, because he gives her like all these CDs and it says, you need to check out these bands because I love metal. I want you to hear it. And I thought to myself, like, I have no way to even play this. It's like, <laughs> like, what do you want me to do with this? Yeah, I, I instead of sending, like, a Spotify playlist, it's just like, here's a CD. And you're like, for what? <laughs> <laughs> My car doesn't even use CDs. What are you talking about? Uh, and then he just gives her, like, six USB sticks with just different albums. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I made you this, this mixtape. <laughs> you made you this mixed USB Mix um, this mix stick, mix stick. I like that. Uh, so yeah, um, they. So Medina, I guess, wants to go on a little date. Um, she hasn't seen uh, Brody around because uh, right before this, uh, Brody's cousin and his cousin friend just beat the shit out of him. They rip his earring out, and it's pretty gnarly. It's our it's our first taste of some like practical effect. That's pretty gross. And they zoom in. They want you to see it, and. Jarvis, you had some gauges. How how would you feel if yours got ripped out? Oh, that would be bad. Oh, real bad. <laughs> oh, real bad. Yeah. Uh, so Dude, yeah, they, like they the process of out. the process of gauging is 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 a not fun one. Agreed. And like, yeah, it's. I mean, you're 
You, well, you had them too. You I, I had them slightly smaller. Yeah, I, I didn't go large. So, uh, yeah, but this guy, I mean, Brody only had like an earring in and then they just ripped it out and it was, it was pretty gnarly. It was good. And then they, uh, so they, I guess Brody wants to go ahead and play the whole song at some point, but Medina's looking for him, doesn't know where, where he is. So she asks Zach, Hey, where's Brody? And he's like, Oh, well, uh, he, he did get his penis chopped off in that horrible accident. And which she's just trying to poke fun at Brody, I guess. Because, you know, Blood Brothers. And uh, he takes the note from Medina that's supposed to go to Brody. And then he, she says, don't read it. And he reads it. And then he ends up in Brody's place that night at the, um, at the park. And Medina very quickly gets over Brody. Uh, I guess because she, uh, she does. Because plot. And then uh, she makes Because out. I wrote it in the script. Yeah, correct. Well, he tells her. He, he tells her that. Yeah. Oh no, Brody's not into you anymore. Yeah. Oh man, that really sucks, huh? Yeah. He never was and, into you. I mean, he, yep. he might have showed interest, but he wasn't really into you. Right. I'm just gonna go back to uh, stealing this diesel fuel while smoking cigarettes. Yes. The most oh, dangerous God. thing. That the 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 joke there was very funny. She's like, "Are you are you stealing petrol?" And he's like, "No, it's diesel." And she's like, "Oh, okay." Um, he goes, and line, it's out of an ambulance. Oh yep. my god, so funny. I think the line was, "Are you stealing petrol?" Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "No, it's it's doozle." Doozle. <laughs> doozle. <laughs> uh, I think no, but that was like at the height of like the most I liked Zach as a character in the yes. whole movie was that part, and then he went and completely fucks it all up after that, and like nothing could redeem him. Yeah, right. He he ends up like I said, goes to the park. Uh, she's uh, Medina's like she gets over Brody very quickly, even though she's like, oh well, I guess well you said it, so that must mean that it's true that he never liked me. And then they make out of the park, and um, well, she had to make out with him. He gave her his jacket. Yep, she was cold, and he was I wearing mean, a completely open T-shirt. Everybody knows that if you give somebody your jacket, they have to make out with you. That's how it is. That, that's how we've all made out. I give him my jacket to all of you, and then, you know. You know how many jackets I've worn? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jarvis, can I borrow a jacket? Oh, he's he's getting you one right now. I, I can see him. He's He stood up. He's going to get you a jacket. Oh, that, yeah. That And, yeah, yep, he's choosing. Oh, it's a hoodie. Are you okay with that? Yeah, no, yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. So, yeah, he's got the hoodie. He's, he's coming back around. Uh, he's about to give you the jacket now. Jarvis, uh, what do you want to say to Chris when you give the jacket? Oh, Jarvis, we can't say that on air. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Eric, stop. We're in front of everybody. <laughs> it's so vulgar. We gotta put a we gotta put a tag on this one. This is yeah. a this is a, a, a dirty one. Uh, okay. Oh shit! Oh fuck! Yeah. Huh. Oh no! I, I was oh I didn't even realize I was muted one place and not oh damn it! I literally screamed. <laughs> I, I didn't know what the fuck you guys were talking about because like that whole time, like it, he's like oh I see him he's getting your jacket and I'm like and he's like what do you what, what are you gonna say and I'm like I'm coming I'm coming like I was sc- <laughs> I'm like screaming it into the mic and I'm like what do you mean you don't hear me? <laughs> oh damn! No, you know it makes it so much better. <laughs> oh man that's good Brody at this point he's tired of getting beat up by his cousin and the world and everything so he wants to take the power to the people 
and he wants to play the whole song because what he learns in math class when you should be paying attention brody uh he is actually uh, the, the music itself has a bunch of latin on the page and it turns out that it's uh if you it's pretty much if you play the song you uh, the, the power of demons will show up it doesn't explicitly state you'll get the power of demons but we'll figure that out he so had go- to look up demonia <laughs> <laughs> to know it meant demon. Well, I mean, he's got to be thorough, man. You could assume it's it's demon, or it could be uh, pneumonia. See, pneumonia. Uh, I mean, he probably read his demonia. I mean, it sounds <laughs> like ammonia. So they, he wants to go play the song. Uh, they they play. They're, they're continuing to play the song, and stuff just like last time starts getting real weird. Uh, his uncle very quickly starts to just puke a lot of blood, spraying it everywhere, just lots of blood. Uh, you look outside, and all the neighbors have come out of their houses for whatever reason, and they're also all puking blood. All the boys start having seizures and foaming at the mouth, and then they all pass out. Oh, the blood shooting out of baby carriage is funny. <laughs> Good point. Um, so, the I think the cuz oh is it the cousin in the bathroom so we have a scene um birdie has no birdie asks like do i feel more powerful or do i am i more powerful they're not um so that he just goes to school like nothing ever happened i guess he hasn't paid attention to anybody the whole day so he goes into class and he's at school in the bathroom and then somebody shows up i thought it was his cousin but i don't think it it doesn't turn out to be his cousin it's somebody else who's like just it might have been his cousin's friend or whatever but he's wearing sunglasses and he just like slides in on a skateboard effectively and he's like hey you're you're a piece of shit did you know that and he's like yeah cool thanks he's like well did did you know i'm going to go ahead and take your testicles and run them through your butt and he's like i you didn't mention that before but um <laughs> thank you <laughs> he's very nonchalant about it and again the, are we talking about terry is it terry the guy who the the zombie guy who wears the glasses yes the yes. star glasses okay. Yes, the star that that is Terry. That is, he okay. is an actual character. He's a listed character, yeah, okay. and I want Terry to be my personal secretary. <laughs> secretary, like, like he just yes, secretary. no, like like he just rolls into the room and he's like, "Hey, boss, you have that meeting at four, and I will feast on your innards for a thousand years." It, okay, it, bye. It seems that, like a that's like a Rick and Morty sketch. It's like it's pretty good. I, I gotta say, it's a funny sketch. Uh, yeah, I. Yeah, I think he says something about the devil's going to roast his nuts. And I thought, that's good. Um, so everyone, it seems like everyone who slighted Brody are the ones who are, where the stuff is going wrong. And I thought that was how this was going to be. It was like anybody who ever slighted Brody was going to get affected. But no, it's everybody. Um, the teacher, for one, is they're in class and they're all laughing at the teacher because I guess he looks like he's pooping himself. And then he just, he just shits blood profusely and then it comes out of his face and been eyes there and... man been there <laughs> been and there. the the teacher the, there's a girl in the front row very like mousy uh like front rower if you will <laughs> and she's like she's like uh professor are you okay and he's like bah! and he just like pukes all over it's it's so funny and then it calms down for a second he does it again it's comedies of two it's very good <laughs> the, the second time got me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you know the one thing that I noticed on this scene is the math mm. equation. Oh, I didn't even look. Yeah, so it was 3a plus 2b over 2, where a is equal to 3 and b is equal to 4. So naturally, I, I like immediately wrote it down. I was like, ooh, I want to do some algebra. <laughs> <laughs> 
How'd that go? It's 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 seventeen. That's the answer. It's seventeen. Mm, the number of the that numbers. was an actual. I, I thought it was just like nonsensical, like letters and numbers. No, put together no, no. Because there's no way these people did math. No, they definitely didn't. But I was I jumped on that opportunity. <laughs> I was like, I was like, fuck yeah, give me some algebra. I love solving for variables. <laughs> yeah. That's good. For variables? Is that like a cereal? No, for <laughs> Is that what math teachers... Oh, I thought that's just, thought that's just what math teachers eat in the morning. For, <laughs> variables. for variables. For variables, please have for variable. Oh, my God. Oh, God, we need to make for variable the cereal. Yes, that's part of a balanced metal breakfast. And all of the letters are marshmallows. Like, we'll just put mm-hmm. A's and B's and X's and Y's. Yep. Uh huh. Are there? Is there any substance to the cereal? Is there just marshmallows? No, I think it's just marshmallows. <laughs> it's not even like the Lucky Charms marshmallows. It's literally just marshmallows. It's like just regular sized marshmallows. <laughs> yeah. Oh look, I got another O and another O. <laughs> oh, I'm shitting blood again. Goddamn variables. <laughs> just add fluff to your marshmallow. Oh. <laughs> uh. So you're just selling people a bag of marshmallows a ba- in a box. In a box, and there's some <laughs> yeah. there's some letters in it. Um, uh-huh. I, I don't the even... letters are also made of marshmallows. Yeah. Variables. You know, I... you'll shit your ass every blood every time. You know, I, the... I was really thinking go. that we uh, we we make the the letters out of plastic. So like, it's really just a fun game. It's like you can make your own letters in it, but there's some marshmallows in it. But is this like a are, are we mixing in edible stuff and also plastic? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> caution contains small parts, not for children under the age of twelve. Is that is that what this is? Well, th- this is why you add fluff to it. It makes it go down easier. So like, you can't uh... feel the plastic in there until it rips up your insides. Oh, good. And that's why you shit blood. Yeah, and that's why you shit blood. Yeah, perfect. Mm. Um, you could also use as a teaching tool for kids <laughs> so they know what letters not to eat. <laughs> the, the vowels are safe. The vowels are soft, nice, squishy marshmallows. Mm-hmm. But the consonants are very much a choking hazard. All right. What, there. what if we market it as a way that kids can get out of school because they'll shit blood? Yeah. I think I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> we'll sell this literally dozens i feel like this is a jimmy neutron episode that just takes a really <laughs> really dark turn <laughs> all right so uh the variables uh, um it'll be out in, on store shelves uh, this holiday season yeah, make sure you look for it when you're trying to get out of work yeah, or or school or school whatever you want to get out of church or couldn't you just like tell work you're shitting blood they're not gonna ask you for proof <laughs> what if they ask for a send me send me a, a picture of your bloody shit with today's newspaper or else you gotta come in. I, I guess you've never met my boss mm. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a shitty situation <laughs> all right let's let's get out of this shitty situation and go into a different one um so we've got that they make it back to zach's house after the day i guess and um they have to they have to murder Zach's dad. So they they're there talking about what's going on throughout the day, and then Zach's dad kind of confirms something weird is happening. He comes in, he's got um a cloth around his eyes, and it turns out he's he's pulled both of his eyes out, I guess. And he's kind of zombie like possessed coming after the two boys, and they murder him. 
brutally with a grinder. His eyes have been ripped out, and then a car engine falls on him. And Zach, they're, they're standing there bewildered for a second, and then Zach looks over and says, I think that's how he would have liked to go. And <laughs> Brody's like, I got a good laugh out of that. Exactly that exact situation. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty metal. <laughs> and and he gives them just the, he gives them the horns, and then they just leave. They, they're just ready to go because they find out that uh, something's weird, right? They they want to go talk to somebody. They know that Abigail is at the record shop from earlier, and she is the record shop owner's wife, who does fortune telling and all kinds of other stuff. So they go to see her. She's obviously got the answer. Uh, we cut to uh, Dion and 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 Giles. Giles, uh, I still really don't know how to say it. Is it Giles? Uh, um. They 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 try to kill. There's a zombie guy. I think it's uh somebody's dad or just a neighbor, and they try to kill a zombie with uh D twenty die out of a a paintball gun. I think it's paintballs first, and then it's D twenty die, and it's actually really cool. That's it's it's pretty it, it indents into their head. It's very funny. Um, and then uh, it's a great idea. But then we get our our, our heroine who who shows up in here, and that's Medina. She comes in with an axe and just splits them right over the head. And she even makes a joke that she's like, I, I thought I should have made a, a, a joke about it. Like, oh, this is a splitting headache or something. And they're like, yeah, yeah, because you did the thing with the axe. It, it's, again, it's it's good writing. It's very funny. Um, not taking itself seriously. Now, wasn't there a joke in here about daylight savings time? If there, that, I know there's a joke. Uh, I think it was Zach I was talking oh. about. Oh yes, no, because yes, it, yes, yes. Yeah, it's yeah. T- time zones, not daylight savings time. Okay, it, so, like, how would you know about oh, like, yeah. Eastern and Pacific time zones in New Zealand? It, they, right. Yeah they they learn they learn that there's the 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 devil that's coming after them is not the devil. It's um was it Aoth or something like that or the the actual uh, yes. Jarvis? You know who uh, who who is this demon? I, I I believe Aoth is correct. Okay, and he's the blind the blind demon of some sort. The blind one, yes. yes. And um, that's that, that. Like you said, Abigail says he'll show up at three a.m. And they're like Eastern Pacific. Like what what, what time? What time? At the, she's she just looks at him like shut up. <laughs> Which it's it's exactly that time is not a real time. It's the I think you mentioned before, Jarvis. That's like that's the witching hour, right? Or the bewitching hour. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. It, it's called different things. It's called Devil's Hour, the Witching Hour, but like it, yeah. you know, consistently throughout history, like three AM is that that that's the time you you don't want to be out and yeah. involved with with yeah, bad maybe stuff. Just, maybe just go home. Maybe just go to bed. Did anyone? Did anyone? Was anyone surprised that they felt like slightly more inclined to use Hawk hands as a zombie survival tool <laughs> after this? Like, yes. Oh my! God. It wasn't. It wasn't the most ineffective weapon. I thought. I yep. I, I wanted that. I actually, I'm so happy that you brought that up, Jarvis, because I wanted to ask you guys, because clearly these are knockoff, incredible Hulk hands, and mm-hmm. I, I wanted to ask you guys if you have any knockoff Hulk names, because I I came up with one. Um, I came up with the phenomenal pump up pink boy. Okay, I like uh, the extravagant large man. <laughs> <laughs> This <laughs> just straight to the point. I like the Jolly Green Giant. <laughs> I think that's a different IP, but that's fine. No, that's good. <laughs> and I like the Dunk. <laughs> Not the Incredible Dunk, just the Dunk. Oh, damn, All Dunks are incredible. To take the Incredible Dunk. <laughs> Don't drop that Dunk, the Dunk. Yep. Angry 
green strong <laughs> angry green strong big uh uh-huh B- big muscle mad just just scary big muscle mad big muscle mad and pink it's big scary and pink <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah so that, that those are the weapons of choice that everybody has we have a paintball gun full of d20s we have an axe we have hulk hands uh we are going to learn um that when a a loft by the way is that is what it is uh, sorry i'm looking over my notes um birdie and zach make it back to birdie's uncle's house and what they find is birdie's uncle and aunt uh in the house uh, after a few minutes of them searching around uh because what they found in the house was just a bunch of uh, sex toys uh like like a lot of sex toys like a and, lot a lot and these were these were pious people these were these were uh god-faring folk and there's vibrators and giant dildos and anal beads and benoit beads and everything under the sun um and that's not kink shaming it's well, it's part of their character development <laughs> i'm kind of impressed and concerned you knew the proper terms and names for every one of those items uh maybe you should be more open mike i think I'm, kyle was I'm doing some kink off. learning i mean i knew every one of those besides Benoit beads. I have no idea what Benoit beads are, but they're they're heavier, usually some sort of porcelain rock or something like that you put inside your vagina and use it to tighten it. Come on. Get 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 your game up. It, it just Google it. <laughs> I mean Jesus Christ. <laughs> just Jeez. just the silence from Mike's end like what? <laughs> Stop kinking me, bro. <laughs> yeah, so they um Zach and um Second Brody kind of go on a whole uh, uh, sexual fighting of their aunt, uncle, whatever it is, and they just um, they they start beating them with the dildos. And um, well, before this, uh, Zach makes sure to, to shove uh, the the dildo inside of Brody's mouth because <laughs> Blood Brothers, right? And um, yeah, they start beating the the possessed people with the dildos, not really working. And we get a couple uh, crazy kills after a couple minutes uh, because. Uh, Brody goes downstairs because he's like, well, this isn't working. Let me get something that does. He starts up a chainsaw. He brings it inside. He goes in for the kill and trips on the rug and falls down. And uh, Zach gets pulled to another room. And Zach does a murder kill on um, on the uncle with a, uh, a, I think, a dildo to the mouth a lot of times was the answer. Um, and that apparently was enough to, to rip open the, the mouth. This next song is called Face Dildo to Death. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, face fucked, right? All right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we go back out to the other room and we've got uh, Brody. He's trying to get the, the chainsaw. It's not happening. So instead he grabs the, the two vibrators and shoves them into his aunt's ears. And they're on, of course, by the time that she gets them shoved in so they're just buzzing and it's it's comedic we we swear this is not a bdsm podcast nope. if you're joining us late <laughs> yep if you fell asleep for the first uh hour or so this is not a bdsm podcast suddenly <laughs> i promise you. Just, uh, they're shoving the dildos into their aunt's ears <clears throat> this yeah, started they're... with walmart dio how did we get here <laughs> yep. yeah bdsm friends podcast comes out on tuesdays <laughs> and that's that that's called a uh, horrible holes, and that's <laughs> horrible holes. <laughs> um uh yeah so we we go ahead and um 
we move forward the, the the two get out of the house um i think they still have the the chainsaw with them uh they said that we got to get other weapons so then they they grab a, a chainsaw and uh what else they oh they grab like a weed whacker with like all kinds of metal stuff on it uh, a bunch of improvised tools and for the next like couple minutes is they they have to go try to find the mysteriously uh winded paper that goes out the window and flies into who knows where so i'm gonna ask you guys did you have a favorite murder over the next couple of scenes well you skipped over the murder before this where he just murders his cousin who's not possessed at all (laughs) he just chops him up with the with the chainsaw holy shit so funny oh it was so good he walks in he's like what the fuck and (laughs) And then he says possessed i swear (laughs) yeah he's like he came in here yelling about satan and stuff and he was like no he didn't he's like oh you didn't hear that Uh, No, yeah, no, he he definitely did. <laughs> that was one hundred percent my favorite. Yeah, that was good. And then going forward, we had um, we had a weed whacker to the to the penis. Uh, which I hate they, to see it happen. I and they they do say uh the the line that everybody's thinking, which is um, uh, Brody, you really know how to whack a guy off. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's an obvious <laughs> joke. It's a joke I would make, so I respect yep. it. Um, my favorite, uh, they, my favorite death from here to the end of the movie is Dion's death, like by far. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. I mean, going forward, uh, I, we can go pretty much right up to that point because what we, what we have is, um, let's see, uh, they they find the others at the school. Uh, they figure out how Zach lied. This is where character development supposedly happens. Uh, Zach leaves after fighting Brody. They they punch each other a couple times. Um. I guess the uh, Illuminati type folks show up. Uh, they they've tracked them down, um, and uh, they they capture uh, everybody but Zach, and they take him to the to fucking dagger dagger man's house, and they they lock him up. They got him tied up, and they hear some thumping coming from a um, coming from a coffin. And outbursts Mr. Dagger himself, uh, and he's possessed, and he's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking kill you," or whatever he says. I don't know if he said anything important, but he's he's pretty much oh, he, something like who's gonna who who's gonna get hurt first? I don't know. And they keep on shoving uh, Dion. Uh, the the uh, Giles keeps on kicking Dion. He's like, "You're the sacrifice. Just go, just get get killed." Um, and then uh, luckily, who comes in? It's Zach, and Zach comes bursting into the door with a hammer, and he just uh, hammers uh, Walmart Dio to death, and he, I guess, he gets everybody out of their their ties. Um, yeah. So this is supposed to be like his redemption arc. Yes, but even still, it's 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 pretty light. Yeah, it's pretty thin. You know. Yeah they they talk about it for a second, and yeah, uh, it's nothing. It's pretty much like. It's like the stereotypical, well, guys just kind of get over it after they fight kind of comment because it's, they're like, hey, uh, I, I was pretty mad at you. And he's like, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. And he's like, blood brothers, blood brothers. And then they, they go into like a whole thing. Um, the funniest part of this whole scene for me was when Zach was like, yeah, I came back to help you guys defeat the demons that realize power of friendships more important than blah, 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 blah. And Medina was like, so you decided all that, but then you took 10 minutes to put your makeup on. <laughs> yeah, right. And she's like, yeah, your eyes look great with the makeup. Really brings out the, the color of your eyes. And 
that's the end of that conversation and they just move on um so yeah zach uh, then decides to double fist some chainsaws uh which is pretty badass and then he <laughs> first thing he does it they're trying to figure out how to go into the next room and stop this whole chanting culty thing and he he just takes a chainsaw and just goes right up guy's ass just immediately as soon as he enters the door just rant uh he breaks a dude's arm uh then he gets pulled out of a window and to the outside so uh dan do you want to go ahead i think it was dan did, did you like dion's death is that correct yeah dion's death was amazing you want to go ahead and describe Dion's death for me? Yeah, he went to go do his, like, cool thing with Katana, like, real weeby. And then the Katana just breaks immediately. And he's just yep. like, well, <laughs> fuck. And the zombie just walks up to him and just pulls his head off and just, like, spine and all. And it's just like, yep, yep here we go. Which I, I was a little sad about because I really like Dion. But at the same time, he got the best death, so. Yeah, they straight up Mortal Kombat him and just drip his head and skull right out, or and um, and spinal column straight out of his body. It's it's very it's very metal, gnarly. Um, yeah, I mean they they kill off a couple characters just to kind of lighten the the load of characters who have to end in this movie. I guess I, I don't know, but Dion um, and Giles were yeah. not very flushed out. No. I mean they they were killed pretty unsanctimoniously. Like there was yeah. really no ceremony to their death. It was just like ah fuck it. Yeah, you Giles know. had both his arms ripped off, which is that was cool. good, and then beaten to death with his own arms, yeah. and that was good. I did appreciate. So now that. at this point, like Medina and Brody are like, "What are we gonna do?" And they say, "Power up!" And then they call their Zords to fight <laughs> off the zombie horde. Uh, effectively, yes. Uh, Zach is outside doing work, though. Zach literally does a uh, anime style run into a jump. And then like cuts all the people very anime style and then looks the camera is pointed at his face and you see the zombies behind him kind of staggering and then they all fall apart just like a just like a samurai uh, any sort of samurai depicted in a, in a lot of like anime and whatnot. It's it's very funny because um, he's just using gigantic heavy chainsaws to do all this, which is hilarious. Uh, Zach bursts back in and the three of them have to fight their way for uh for brody to to play the song backwards the the black hymn so he starts to play the song backwards it's not working for whatever reason uh and i think it's at the point where uh zach is like getting all sorts of beat up where he's where brody's like oh wait was i in the wrong key and then he goes to like some sort of drop drop f or something and then finally that's that's where he, he starts to really get his um rhythm for a second but it's already too late uh Aloth uh decides to that he's coming down now and he um he starts to take the place uh, take his place inside of the the woman whatever her name was um Zorp we're going to call her Zorp and they uh she gets stabbed right in the chest and Zach takes it instead I guess so now, now Zach Z- now Zach's possessed now Zach is possessed by Aloth himself, body fully engrossed, and um, yeah, they they there's not a big battle with this. I thought it was going to be a little bit bigger, a little bit crazier. It's just kind of like a I'm going to overpower you for a second, and then turns out yeah, all I have to do is um, play a really sweet guitar solo. Is that it's not even the riff backwards. He just plays a cooler guitar solo, and then Zach comes back out of the body. And then he kills Zach 
Gold and, and metal brought Zack back and was able to help him push the demon away somehow. I remember, yeah, I remember Birdie wasn't the strongest guitarist, but suddenly he picked it up and decided that he was going to be a good guitarist for a minute. And then, yeah, then, then he comes out. That's... There's nothing about this movie that's believable, obviously. It's very stupid, but um, it was kind of a weak ending. I thought it could have been cooler. And then, um, yeah, then we cut we cut to uh, some time later. We don't know what time later, just some time. And we've got Birdie and... Oh, yeah, Medina during this time. I forgot to, to mention during this time, she has some, like, badass axe skills. She's amazing. She's, like, the coolest. While she's fighting off the demons as uh, Birdie's trying to play his guitar, uh she's she's doing some sick ass moves with the, with the axe uh but yeah so we have medina and birdie in bed uh she schools him on metal about uh a microphone technique with screaming yeah, and she's only heard of metal for like, a very short time yep and then she's like well actually so-and-so <laughs> held the mic like this and that's how he was able to do the things he did and uh, not as opposed to so-and-so. Like, okay. Brody is the hardest he's ever been at this point. And... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, just tell me how wrong I am. Now that you're my <laughs> metal girlfriend. Um, she is pretty cool. I'll dress up in metal. Her, her transition has completed. She is a full metal head at this point. Yeah, she gave herself a nose ring and put black streaks in her hair. Uh, she's That's so metal. That's how you know she's so metal. <laughs> she's so metal. Uh, and then she she leaves, and then uh, the the vinyl that he has playing again, vinyl that he has playing in the background, all of a sudden it just starts screeching, and then you hear like demonic tones come out of it, and then uh, then it just goes, ha, nah, I'm just kidding, man. And he's like Zach, and then yeah, just it, that's it. Movie cuts to black. Sequel, except there is a post credit scene. Did anybody stay around for it? There's no. a post-credit nope. scene? Nope. A post-credit. I had no idea. I, something about this movie said it's going to have a post-credit scene, so I skipped forward. Uh, there's a post-credit scene, and it's pretty much just him and Zach going over um, new band names because Zach or uh, Brody wants to be in a band, but Zach's like, well, obviously you can't be Deathgasm because that was all of us and we're all dead. So they're just, they're just saying like nonsensical uh, names, and I caught none of them. <laughs> there's nothing nothing good came out of it so okay. uh, a live gasm yep a live gasm just a gasm in other words so just 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 a little gasm just a little gasm uh yeah so that that pretty much ends that um w- special effects is and and sound and and sorry that the soundtrack are all we have to really talk about uh, the special effects were again because uh, i guess our our director here is uh supposed apparently very good at it uh everything here seemed very practical and very good i don't know about you guys but i, I loved it the, the blood sprays the the gore the everything was was above average by far oh, it was it was fantastic some yeah. things were a little cheaper than others this like the fair. arm rip and the, and the, like the uh the spine <laughs> It was. No, it's a comical. Rigid. Yes. Yeah, but it it was like purposefully comical. Yes, but other other than that, some of that stuff was pretty. Uh, it was pretty good. Like some of the 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 arm snappings and something that happened early. Oh yeah, the, like I said, the earring being ripped out was like a little too close to home. Like it, it's all that's actually plausible versus my whole skull and spinal column being ripped out through the top of my body. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I thought that was pretty good. And the soundtrack, it had metal. There was definitely metal. Yep. 
and it was it fit a lot of times i I wasn't like blown away by it uh it was for a movie all about metal it was um i i can't say anything like stood out for me it was just generic metal I, i'm probably going to get thrashed somewhere in my existence for that but i don't know does anybody have anything else with, with that nope just riding it out so uh with that in mind i'm ready to move forward uh mr dan if you happen to have it do you do you have your spoopy meter? Does it have to do with metal? Our spoopy meter for this week is a zero two. S- nerd, nerd, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> so just you, to confirm, can you try that again? But with I words? almost, I almost don't want to know the numeric value. <laughs> I just, I it's zero to. Blah, blah, blah. I like it better. <laughs> well, no, it's it's zero to nerp, nerp, nerp. Yeah, it's nerp, nerp, nerp. So, <laughs> so uh, Jarvis, you want to start with this one? Yes, please. Okay. So I, I'm a metalhead. Uh, I'll, I'll be the first to say it. Really enjoy it. And this movie is fun, man. This movie is fun in that it is a horror comedy. They don't try to sell it as something else. It is exactly how they sell it. Um, the gore is fun. Uh, spoopy meter zero. Don't don't come into this looking for a scary story. Um, what I will say though, on in, in a serious light, because in, in movies like this, you have to like look at things that should still have a responsible way of storytelling, right? And this, the problem here is that it did not have good characters. These were not good arcs. Zach is a terrible character. He's a terrible friend, and his story of redemption is is very thin. Um, Medina. Uh, is a great character all the way up until the end where she adopts all of Brody's interests and there's no give and take. So it, it, I, I just thought that was kind of a lazy way to end it. I don't know. It's because it, it's not character development. It's it, if anything, it's reversion. Um, so overall, though, fun movie, uh, not a horror movie, but it is a fun movie with fun gore. Um, I will. I, I again, I have no idea what the what, what was it? Zero to six, six, six. It, did I get that right? Yeah, it's zero to six six six. Fucking badass! Oh, dude, I want I want to give it six 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 just because that's badass, man. But probably closer to like the two two two, man. If I'm being real, real. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I will agree with you. Uh, there's no spoop in this. There, it's nothing. There's no. I, there's nothing to be afraid of in this film, um, unless you hate the imagery of fake gore. Um, I had fun watching it. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm going. I'm going with zero. Like I said, I don't know if I said that, but said it now. Uh, yeah, I'm going with uh, overall. I, I I actually enjoyed myself. I wasn't sure what to come in for this one. I chose it out of a hat, pretty much. So uh, I agree. Metal was fun, and this movie was, I guess, metal. And if I was, if I was like 17, 16, I would have fucking just like jerked this movie off very hard uh at this point i'm um i if you're gonna go six 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 i'm gonna go five 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 that's that uh, yep five 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 god damn it you beat me to my rating <laughs> shit all right well yeah i agree not really spoopy just a lot of fun gore which i really enjoyed i ended up enjoying this a lot more than i thought just after looking at it like going through indv before i watched it just like oh this is this is gonna be painful to watch but it was really funny 
I loved all the gore. And I was just thoroughly entertained. Um, I was going to do the 555 rating just to, you know, go with the obvious theme. But, but I, I mean, now you can actually finish the song, though. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I can't give it a full. I enjoyed it, but I can't <laughs> give it a full 666. So uh, I, I'm going to go. With, I'll give it a nice 444. I do Price is Right style 554. Was that your old? Was it? Yeah, that's it. I said I was giving it a four-four-four. There you go. Okay. I went back and forth on this movie. I'll say the same thing as you: zero on the spoopy meter. It wasn't scary. Watching it the first time, originally, I didn't like it. I thought it was corny and like it was trying too hard and it was like what the metalhead sees himself as this badass like savior and warrior who's going to save the town and everything is metal and everything is edgy but as an outside viewer it just comes off cheesy and corny but there was some redeeming qualities. It was some things were funny, but some things were too on the nose. And just by talking about it with you guys, I moved over from the negative side to the positive side. But so it was a it was a fun movie to watch. The redeeming qualities did win me over in the end after going over with you guys. So I give it a three 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 on the quality scale. There's a rating. I thought it was fun. I thought it was a fun movie. It had good visuals. It was, it, it, it was funny. Um, it was a little too tongue in cheek at times for me, but I, I think overall it was a good. <laughs> it was good. It was good. It was good. Overall, it was good. It's good. All right. Okay. Uh, so spoopy. No, it wasn't spoopy. Zero. Uh, other than that, it was it was good, good movie, good mo- movie's good. I'll give it a four four four. Good. I'm 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 gonna pre. I'm. Um, uh, I'm <laughs> I just uh, like to tell you guys this movie. Uh, hello, it made me pre. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Preed really hard. All right, that that's for all you uh all you game grumps right out there. Uh, let's go ahead and round this out. Uh, if Dan, if you're done, is, do you give your number score? Uh, four four five six. <laughs> Okay. Uh, So with that, yeah, uh, I want to thank Andrew Cavanaugh does our intro and outro. I want to thank Connor McLeod for doing our artwork. And I do want to thank Travis Geyser for putting this all together, probably. Um, And hope you all listened to it, enjoyed it. Metalheads out there, uh, keep keep on rocking Steel Brothers. Hmm. Chris, what do you have to say to the uh, the other metalheads out there? You sound like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> Brothers of Steel, brother. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by and having a horrible time. <laughs>